Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Friday edition of Oilers Now. Hour number two. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Wishing you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca. Hugh Porter and his staff. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the horses in horse racing Alberta. Our province's horse racing and breeding industry has introduced new safety protocols, thorough vet checks, stricter rules, tougher penalties, employing Albertans caring for our horses, horse racing Alberta. Keep texting us. We'll bang away on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for over 35 years. And uh, we will tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Now open for takeout orders. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. Off to the River Creek resort and casino hotline and we are pleased to welcome back to the show sportsnet spec mark specter the unofficial president of the mike smith fan club hello spec how are you doing <laughs> pretty good bobby how are you i like mike smith it's hard not to like it's hard not to like mike <laughs> smith and uh just like we all were predicting back on october the 10th uh, it was a saturday uh the owners said uh, i know that darren drager and brian lott were up on the tyson barry to edmonton thing earlier in the morning that day and then right around twelve thirty one o'clock because I was meeting a, a friend of uh, uh, mine who often makes the trips to Penticton every year, Mitch Dull, for lunch that day. And uh, lo and behold, boom, the Oilers uh, signed uh, Mike Smith, the one-year deal, Mark. And all you know what broke loose. And uh, fans were not happy. And, Mark, all I'm going to tell you is that when the Oilers started the year, three and six, people were like, oh, you know, this team's in a world of hurt. Uh, even when they were nine and eight, the team save percentage was only eight ninety five. They are now twenty five fourteen and two mark, and are top ten in the league in save percentage at nine ten. And Mike Smith, Mark, is a big part of it, isn't he? Yeah, he's got a nine twenty two save percentage. So anytime you can be 
you know, that's about, I think it's about fourth or fifth among the guys who have started, you know, a commensurate amount of games this year. So you got a goaltender, you got a starter that's giving you something over 920, and you got a chance to win. Like, that's the, those are playoff numbers. Those are numbers that you can hang your hat on. Now, nobody, you know, that's a generic statement. No one thought we'd attach those to a 39 year old goalie, right? Like, I did a piece on him. A, couple weeks back and I got the guys at Sportsnet Stats to do a little bit of digging and sort of compare his 38 year old season because he was 38 well you know just turned 39 I think in March Bob and the the comparables for his wins for his save percentage for his his level of play in goalies who have played in their 38 year old season all the names are like Dominic Hasek and Jacques Plante and uh, you know the great goalies of our time that played that late like you know not many guys do this it's a special season for a guy to be doing this at this age and you're watching him play like he's a battler and he has given the Oilers a chance to win every night. Uh, he is, and they're finding different ways to win. Uh, Mark, they're, they're not winning a lot of draws right now, and they are getting outshot. Like the last 10 games has been a bit kind of like how they won in stretches last year, special teams and goaltending. Any reason to be concerned? Well, generally speaking, as we get towards playoffs, five-on-five five play becomes more important, right, Bob? Yep. You know, the referee's whistle goes away a little bit in the playoffs. So y- until you figure out how to be a better five-on-five team than everybody else, that's a concern. That's a fire that's burning here. There's no doubt, right? You can't continue. You're not going to win in the playoffs on special teams every night. I guarantee you that. you got to win five-on-five two nights out of three in the playoffs. So, so you know, I'm not – I wouldn't. I'm not overly fretful here of what's going on. I think they've got some underachieving players right now, uh, and I guess that's the way teams work, Bob. If guys like, you know, Zach Cassian sitting down at the bottom of your lineup doing absolutely nothing for you, there's a lot of player there. We've all seen it. Ryan Nugent Hopkins isn't doing nearly enough for you. I realize he didn't play last night. Um, you know, Jesse Puljujarvi's getting a lot of chances. Nothing's going in. The way it works is if those guys. If the season ends and none of those guys solve those problems, the season's going to end earlier than later. If those guys figure it out and start becoming the players we know they can be, now you got a chance to win some playoff rounds. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of uh, Kyle Turris in particular, the owners putting him on uh, waivers today. Provi- entirely possible with Nugent Hopkins' injury situation and the fact that Turris plays center, he could be playing in tomorrow night's game, but it does give the owners some options carrying forward here, Mark, doesn't it? Well, yeah, like we don't look at waivers this year the way we do every other year, right? We all know that. The waivers this year is, is, is a different animal. But having said that, Kyle Torres has had a, you know, a handful of chances to grab the ring here and, and become a regular player in this Oilers lineup, and he can't do it. Right, he's, he, there's not enough player there anymore. So, you know what, Bob? If he plays while Nugent Hopkins is out, then he'll play while Nugent Hopkins is out. I think the jury is back on Kyle Turris. Uh, the fact that Ken Holland is shopping for a third line center when he signed Turris to be his right shot third line center in the summer tells you something, doesn't it? Yeah, it probably does. Absolutely, it does. Sadly, I really like Kyle. Like he's a. You know, he's a humble guy. He comes right out and says, man, i got to play better. And I love a lot of – I like, you know, he's interesting. He's intelligent. He's well-spoken. I love all of that. But you got to play, right? And I'm not sure there's – I'm not sure what's left in, in Kyle Turris as a player. But, uh, you know, we cheer for him. But what do they say, Bob? The AHL is filled with nice guys. 
And uh, that it might be where that contract goes next season, or maybe this. What? Maybe what? Or maybe, maybe, you know, could you free up some cap space by farming out that contract? How? I think you've, I think you've, can you, can you, uh, well, how, what do you mean, how? Send them to the AHL. Yeah, no, no, you can send them to the AHL, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, can, you yeah. free up, you free up about a million bucks. I think it's a 1.1 million. I think it's $1,075,000. So, right. So, that's would a, that help you at the trade deadline? Hmm. You'd have to but, bring someone in to fill his roster spot. But I'm just throwing it out there, Bob. I don't think that's a right-now move, but I certainly think that that's a potential for for next season, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny how it's all worked out here. I was, I got to tell you, I wasn't that disappointed that the owners didn't get Markstrom. I'm concerned about guys, you know, like I know Edmonton was in there seven years times five. That was the rumored number that was out there. Yeah. Markstrom signed six times six. That length of contract concerned me. I, I, I'll be the first to admit, I thought Turris was a pretty good bet at two times 1.65. I'm quite surprised at how ineffective he's been. I think he's had challenges, Mark. Sort of, I don't know if it's accepting a role, certainly fulfilling the role, right? You're playing on a team, like when he scored the three-time 20-goal-plus season, and they were like 24, 26, 27 in Ottawa, he played on the first unit power play as a right shot on the left side half boards. He's not in that position on this team. Because they got McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nugent Hopkins in that one-three-one formation, and it's the last two years. Last year, number one. This year, number two. Power play in the entire league. You're not playing ahead of those guys. I asked him yesterday about reinventing himself, and he talked about you know not giving up the offense. And I'm thinking to myself, how about focusing on winning draws and you know taking care of your own? I mean, all he's got it all. When they're loading up McDavid and Drysaddle on the same line, the other three lines just got to play even at, at, at even strength. And the orders, because of their special teams and because of what McDavid and Drysaddle can do together, they got a chance to win on a lot of nights. So it's an interesting one for me, spec with Kyle yeah. Turris. That, let's put it that way. Yeah. You know, and, and I and I asked Rob Brown, how hard is it to reinvent yourself? You did it. You got back in the NHL and became a checker for the Pittsburgh Penguins with your second tour duty there. And it's uh, it's nonetheless uh, one of those situations. Kenny Holland's going to talk, Mark, in about 15 minutes. Are you yeah. hearing anything at all on the Oilers' front? Very little, Bob. Very little. They don't have a lot of cap space. And Kenny, you know, I just heard you with Elliot, and I, I couldn't disagree with anything that was said. He, you know, sure, give up a six-round pick. Yeah, okay, they'll they do that. But after giving up the two seconds last year, you cannot be the team that just keeps dealing away high draft picks, right? I keep seeing online, get Taylor Hall, it's going to cost you first. You know, you can't be that team because you'll never get anywhere. So I know Oilers fans are, are impatient, right, Bob? They've been, yeah. you know, underserved here for the last 20 years, and I get it because I've been covering every game. But you can't ask Ken Holland to make up for the mistakes of former general managers. You've got to compartmentalize this thing, and you've got to look at the team you got now and say, you know, is this the year to give up? You can't give a first up every year. So let's say between this year and next year, what's going to be a better year to give up a first to get that rental? I think that by this time next year, Bob, we might be looking at this team and say, you know, they got a shot. They got a real legitimate yeah. Stanley Cup shot. That's when you can start to consider to give up the kind of things that, that he'd have to give up to make a big splash here. I don't think it's this year, and I don't think Holland thinks it's this year either. Tell me this. What do you think is going to happen in Calgary here, Spec? 
And I only bring this up because we got the Battle of Alberta tomorrow night. They've put uh, Kachuk and Goodrow. They've loaded up their top line, gone Kachuk, Goodrow, and Lindholm with their top line tomorrow. Uh, at least that's what they did at practice yesterday. I haven't seen the updates from today yet. But uh, what do you think happens down at Calgary? Well, let's, there's a real the word I'm looking for. It's like a juxtaposition. They, they got a coach that's on one side and they got a bunch of players that don't play like the coach wants players to play. You know what I'm saying? They don't have many Sutter type players in Calgary, Bob. And they just signed Sutter to a three-year deal. So that's a problem going both ways because now you got guys who are looking at Sutter and saying, I can't or don't want to play the way you want me to play. And you got a coach looking at his players. I'm specifically talking about Goodrow and Monaghan saying, I don't like the way you play. So, so yeah, something's got to happen here, right? Something's got to happen. I think the bigger picture for me is, as much as I enjoy dealing with Brad Living, is if you're making moves of that substance, Bob, and I think a lot of people are in agreement that there's some, you know, some ground-shaking stuff coming in Calgary, uh, is this the general, you want the old general manager making those moves, or is it time for a new general manager to make those moves? That would be my question. Yeah. What do you think? I I just to me it's just dude I got to tell you I'm not I'm not sure how this is going to play out in Calgary. I mean it like I first of all I'm it, do you just sit there and build your entire team around the concept of the coach? To me I don't do that. No, no I to don't me, either. I, to me I, I kind of look at it like I'm not I'm not big on that man like I'm kind of thinking of myself they've got some these like I think we both agree Vancouver because of Patterson along with Hughes and Demko, probably have better long-term, younger talent. Ben Horvat and Besser, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't forget those guys. I look yep. at Calgary. I mean, that Calgary's got, you know, Chuck's a good player. I think Lindholm's a good player. Uh, I don't mind Dubé. Can live with him. I think he's got a higher offensive ceiling. Okay. Um, on defense... Hannafin's pretty, uh, you know, I, I know they love uh, Rasmus Anderson and Valimaki down there. I, I, I think they're a little off in Anderson. I think he's just okay. I think, he might I think, think Anderson's a second-pairing guy, and you need one of those. You know, you need second-pairing guys. Sure, I think they were count, counting on a little bit more offensive juice from him this year in the back. High-end young talent, right, Bob? But, That's what it's know, coming down Sure, criticize the Oilers for all, you know, they, they've always had high-end young talent here and tried to fill it around the edges, and I think Kenny Holland's finally starting to figure that out and, and do that. Uh, Vancouver, that's what they're doing, and I don't love the Tanner Pearson signing. I think over $3 million is too much, uh, but that's what Jim Benning's doing. He's got his high-end young talent. He's trying to fill in around it. Calgary doesn't have the high-end young talent, right? They don't have a bunch of young studs that uh, that I think, oh boy, give that guy three, four years, he's going to be great. Uh, and that's an issue in this division because they're, they're looking across the Western Canada at two teams. That- Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At this point, are going to beat Calgary for several years in a row here until Calgary can do something to catch up. Yeah, it's going to it's it's going to be interesting there nonetheless. Um, well, where do you think Taylor Hall ends up? You know, what is Taylor Hall anymore, Bob? Where does he end up? Uh, my first pick is Florida. My second pick is Boston. Uh, I don't. I agreed with um, with Elliot. I, I'm not sure if I'm Boston if I'm doing it, but it's the kind of thing Boston would do. But I'm going to ask you, Bob, what is he anymore? You know, what is he? Is he, like, we tend to judge guys on their best season ever, right? I don't, we can't look at Taylor Hall as Hart Trophy guy. You know, can we? He's got two goals this year, Bob. Right? No, He's got no. Leon Dreisaitl had more assists against the Ottawa Senators than Taylor Hall has points against the entire division all season long. Yeah, more points. So, he had more points. He's got 21 points. Hall's got 19. I saw your tweet from earlier today. Yeah, 21, 21 points. Excuse me, not assists. 21 points. But the point is that I, I guess I question, and I'm asking you, Bob, what – you know, what is Taylor Hall? What's he worth? What's, what impact can he make? Can you go from the season he's having right now, put a different uniform on, and become a first-line player that helps win a Stanley Cup? Can you be that? Can you do that? Uh, remember uh, Claude Lemieux? Like, like I'm not a completely different type of player, but Claude Lemieux was a guy that ratchet it up come playoff time and I I, I don't know like well, how do we know I, the Taylor Taylor Hall never plays the playoffs? How do we know he can ratchet it up? That that's a fair that's a fair comment. That is a fair comment. I I would say that Taylor's still a top six left wing in the NHL. I think come on, I think you'd at least have to grant him that. I do yes, I, yes, I, absolutely. I do I do think he would need to investigate the if I you know I had this conversation with Brian Lawton spec. Darren Ferris represents him Brian Lawton would have advised Taylor to have found a way to make it work in Edmonton last year, kind of like Tyson Berry did. I think Hall's going to have to go the Tyson Berry route and find the right team for him to drive some numbers. Just oh, the, I think, didn't he just try that with Jack Buffalo? Eichel? Well, and Eichel got hurt. Eichel got hurt. That was supposed to be the story. And Buffalo. they had and they had an ugly run with COVID. Like we yeah, still, everything went wrong this year. Yeah, everything went wrong there. So we'll see. I guess we'll see. What I think he's ripe for a bounce back. Like, you know what? I, I, you know, I would say the Oilers would have a zero point zero zero one chance of getting him here for the trade deadline. Yeah. If if Edmonton wanted, I think Edmonton would have a you know twenty five percent chance to get him here next season as a free agent. That Good. listen, if you do that, Bob, if you consider all your options and he, his price comes way down, like Mike and- Hoffman, like Hoffman. Like maybe not quite down to four million. Maybe we're talking five million. But mm-hmm. I, th- well, because he's got a better track record than Hoffman. Though. He's won a he's won an MVP. Mark. He has won an MVP a long time ago in hockey years. <laughs> and you know what? I get, it. I get it, Bob. I think we're in agreement. He's not worth eight million bucks. But no. there's still play- There's a player to be rescued there. Um, there's no question. There's a player to be rescued there. Is Edmonton the place for it? I'm not sure. That's you know. That's- I'm not sure that's the guy they need. And if you're a fan that's sitting there saying, we don't need this guy back, you know, I believe this happened, and they, 
All right, go believe that. And if you're a fan and says, no, I don't believe some of the BS that was out there, and the reality is he drives by, I think the expected goals with him on the ice mark this year, expected goals. And you can throw these numbers out the window if you want. It's at mm-hmm. around it's around fifty three percent. It's unbelievable what's happened. Like they just can't score five on five. I don't think he's been right since the pandemic um, got a hold of their team. Like when I watch them play, he doesn't look like the same player. You know, in, in NCAA college football, Mark, they held those guys out. They didn't let them go back on the field and play. If it got right. if it right, and just just food for thought and something to. By the way, when do the Oilers play next? You know. After well, tonight's game against Calgary, you know what? I heard John Shannon earlier in your show talk about how the Vancouver Canucks are going to play open. They think they're going to open next Saturday night against Toronto at home. Uh, I don't want to dispute Shannon; these things are fluid. But I would keep your Friday night open here in Edmonton, Bob. Uh, if things are right, I'm hearing that there's a chance that if they can get Vancouver running before that game, that Saturday night game, they might yeah. play one in, in Edmonton here next Friday. I'm not. This isn't a for sure. That's what I'm hearing. Um, and the other thing I want to ask you before we go, Bob, I, I've, I've been interested in, in uh, Dave Tippett's comments about Zach Cassian the last couple of days. He shifts him to the left wing. Uh, he says I've, they've been talking to him a lot. They're trying to ramp the player up. There's clearly a focus, Bob, right? There's clearly a focus going on with Zach Cassian. What are you thinking? Uh, he's got to be more productive than he's been, Mark. Is he impacting the game at all? No. I... I think the problem is they got five right wings. That's what I think, and they can all play. That's part of the problem here. And I don't know, how, you know, you're, you're going to need some physicality against Calgary. Calgary is the team that went the Calgary and Ottawa were the two teams that went the heaviest in the off season of the Canadian Division. Where are they right now? So I think that Edmonton needs size in their top six for sure. Well, and maybe they got a light top six, right? Particularly on the left side. So, if you've got Ryan you, you, Hopkins is one, and Cahoon or Ennis is the other. You're too light for the playoffs. All right, and the, yeah, it is. I just don't know if Cassian can play left wing. I don't know either. So, I think this is what I see, Bob. I just wrote a piece to this effect, so I'll plug myself shamelessly on Sportsnet.ca. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but here's what I see. I've heard Dave Tippett say several times that a coach's job is to get the most out of each and every one of his players. And I can see Dave Tippett looking at his issue. I'm light up top. I I need someone on left wing with a little size that can skate and can play. And he's looking down his lineup and he's seeing a player that I'm not blaming Tippett for this, but he is not. No one is getting the most of Zach Cassie. We'd all agree on that. There's a yes. lot more there, right? It's a lot more. So I'm... I kind of see this shift to left wing like they're going to shift him to left wing on the in the bottom six. They're going to pique his interest. They're going to do the best they can to get this this train rolling a little bit, get this player playing. And, you know, if he could ever get to resemble that guy that they signed to that contract, if they could resemble the guy we watched in the 2017 playoffs, Bob, by the time the playoffs come, he'll be a top six left winger on this team. That's well, there's, a, there's no question there's a window there, Mark. So good. I'll be looking forward to reading the uh, piece. Thanks for joining us, Speck. i got to sell some business here. All right, Bobby. Have a great weekend. That's Mark Spector for the Horses. Horse Racing Alberta, our province's horse racing and breeding industry, has introduced new safety protocols with thorough vet checks, stricter rules, and tougher penalties, employing Albertans caring for our horses. Horse Racing Alberta. Straight into Brendan, are you ready? It is time for the North Division Report, brought to you Monday, Wednesday, Friday by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. All right, uh, Toronto holds a five-point lead on Edmonton atop the North Division. They've got a game in hand after last night's uh, 
shook down. The Leafs have won five straight. Oilers have collected points in nine of ten, though, so both teams slugging it out. Winnipeg right there in third spot, a point back of the Oilers, eight up on fourth place Montreal now. Vancouver, uh, Calgary, and Ottawa have all dropped at least three in a row and have fallen uh, really out of serious <laughs> playoff contention. Uh, do we have this ready to rock and roll? Not really. Uh, it's not really. We didn't take the break, so it's not lined up properly. All right. My apologies. That is, here's what we'll do. We'll do the tag for you. Nonetheless, that is your North Division report. It is brought to you Monday, Wednesday, Friday by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back with Jack Michaels on the Oilers Radio Network. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.